So lifestyle photography is basically like it's more realistic, it's natural. Um, like it's different categories like branding, uh, just capturing like them in their element um, of not. It's not really like posing. It's just capturing in the moment, the highlight of the moment. Um, you also have, you know, couples, maternity, and it's just kind of like a more intimate style where it's less of the pressure of posing because a lot of people worry about that. Like, you know, I don't know how to pose, but it's just like, you know, just do what you do. Um, for example, I had a friend of mine, she wanted to cut her hair and she reached out to me because she wanted to like capture that moment. So I was just like, okay, like we got to be real strategic about this because we are working with scissors here. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, I just told her to just, just do what you do. Like, you know, cut, you know, style your hair. And all I'm doing is just snapping the picture and it just came out really nice. So. What up, though, Black Friday's family, and welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. I am joined today by possibly a familiar face if you've been tapped into the Instagram, but Miss Kalina of K Clips Photography. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Welcome back to the platform. Good to see you. Um, and it seems like all is going well. So definitely wanted to tap more into your background as a photographer. So if you could tell us a little bit more about how K-Clips came to be and how you got started in your photography journey. Wow. Okay. So the background with that is uh, first I started with video. Um, in high school, I took a digital media class my junior and senior year. Um, what's crazy was before that, um, I wanted to be a chef and it didn't really work out. <laughs> I was like, like, I like to cook, but I don't really want to do it. But, um, around this time, it was like 2015, 2016 when, um, Instagram skits was really big and I started to do that. And then that's when I kind of found my way into like the digital media world. Um, and then that's what made me want to take classes for it. Um, then after that, after I graduated high school, I went to Specs Howard, um, or I'm sorry, I went to University of Toledo for one year to study film. Um, but then it kind of just didn't really, I didn't really grasp. I started to like lose passion for it and like to do other like videos for other people. It just wasn't like my forte. So, um, I went to Specs Howard. It was kind of like the same thing I was being taught in high school. So it was like, it just got kind of boring. So I was like, okay, um, I'm gonna just tap into more photography. Cause at that time it was like more so my hobby. So um, the beginning of 2021 is when I started to do more photography. I was like just practicing everything. Like I was just taking pictures of everything to see like where I fit in and everything. And then um, about a year of doing that, I started to find my style and lifestyle photography. And I've just been content ever since um, with just doing that. So, yeah, that's how it came about. Dope, dope. And for my understanding and also those who may be watching or listening, can you break down, like, what lifestyle photography is, like, that style of photography? So lifestyle photography is basically, like, it's more realistic, it's natural. Um, 
like it's different categories like branding, uh, just capturing like them in their element um, of not it's not really like posing. It's just capturing in the moment, the highlight of the moment. Um, you also have, you know, couples, maternity, and it's just kind of like a more intimate style where it's less of the pressure of posing because a lot of people worry about that. Like, you know, I don't know how to pose, but it's just like, you know, just do what you do. Um, for example, I had a friend of mine, she wanted to cut her hair, and she reached out to me because she wanted to, like, capture that moment. So I was just like, okay, like, we got to be real strategic about this because we are working with scissors here. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, I just told her to just, just do what you do. Like, you know, cut, you know, style your hair. And all I'm doing is just snapping the picture and it just came out really nice. So nice, nice. So now that you have broken that down for us and given us some more insight to your background, I want to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. So very uh, interesting segment. All like all you have to do is answer questions about yourself and answer honestly. Uh, it's a random assortment of questions, so uh, you won't necessarily have a ton of time to think about it. But okay. simple rules. Okay. All right. So, what is your favorite photo that you have in your possession? Mm. Uh, I would have to say. I would have to say my recent shoot. I did like a 1950s vintage black and white uh, photo. Uh, she wore like a, a long, a oversized button-down white tee with uh, black stockings with the like little line in the middle and like black heels. It was just like very, it was one of my favorites. Like it was, it was dope. Nice. And you mentioned, you talked about how your journey kind of started partially in high school. I want to know if you could fill in the blank for this statement. In high school, I was... In high school, I was... A, I was a videographer. I was a filmmaker. Um, I was a YouTuber, well known. Um, and I didn't really like give myself credit for that, but like you know, I was just within my bubble. Like, Humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite YouTube channel to follow? Mm. Uh, I don't really have a favorite. I watch everybody, to be honest. Um, probably, oh, actually, uh, my best friend, Beats by Deb, she does makeup. So she she's one of my favorites. Nice. Favorite place to go in Detroit? Mm. Downtown. I'll say downtown because they have everything and it's just like fun to walk around, look at places, find places. So, yeah, I say downtown. Yeah. Once upon a time, I remember when that wasn't that wasn't the vibe to go downtown. But I, I love how its transformation and what it offers everybody nowadays. But, yeah, I was I was there when it was a ghost town. Yeah. So, yeah. Remember the, the good old days. Uh, and last but not least, uh, what's a quote that you would say that you live by or a saying? Uh, or a personal mantra that you have? Uh, something my mom told me uh, because I remember telling her that I wanted to move out of state and she's told me to basically, you know, make your name known uh, while, where you're at now. Um, just so, like, you know, people, when you do move, people know about you and everything like that. So um, just 
work hard for where you're at and all of the other stuff will come later and you'll be prepared for it basically nice love that quote so congratulations to you you successfully passed freestyle friday (laughs) and if we could get back into the interview um i wanted to ask so one thing i did notice um, talking to you at we met at a uh, bamboo detroit event and uh, following your page, I see like you're in tune or you kind of like have your community of other creative, visual creatives, I should say, like photographers, videographers and so mm-hmm. forth. So I want to get your understanding of what that community is like, at least for you. And then uh, how would you kind of explain that scene in, in the Metro Detroit area? Mm, so uh, I'll say within a community, we basically like. We help each other a lot, um, especially like when it comes to, you know, if I need a video for anything or if they needed pictures for anything. But it's mainly like we're trying to build like a family community. Um, A lot of people kind of just go into that like competition. uh, And it's like, you know, that's not what it's all about. Like, you know, we're all supposed to come together. We all in the same world. So it's like, you know, just support each other. Don't bash anybody and even if there is something out there that we probably don't like that's just in our opinion you know we wouldn't like bash them it's really like just helping them like hey I think you should do this type thing and like you know collab with them share what you know and they share with um share what you know that they might not know and then you know vice versa so that's basically how the community works within that Nice, nice. And that, that's very cool to see um, more collaboration and not necessarily competition, even though, you know, when you're trying to earn a, a dollar, a couple of dollars, right. you're going you're gonna to revert to what you know or that competitive space. But being able to have a community of other creatives, you know, I think that's when we start to see um, the best possible work or product that people can put out mm-hmm. from from that uh, perspective. And uh, speaking of like doing quality work and your best work, what would you say, I'm just curious, like, what would you say makes for a good photo? Like when you're doing photography, like what, what are the elements that help you create dope photos? Um, so I, during like my like thinking process, um, I go on Pinterest for inspiration. Um, I location scout. Um, and I also, my camera is basically like my third eye. So like that really was like determines if that photo would be good or not um so it's just like really finding inspiration of a vision that I might have and most of the time um if I don't see the vision or don't see the uh inspiration anywhere else it means I have to create it so it's like now I gotta get a production like you know hit up some people um and just kind of just get the ball rolling from there Mm -hmm. And I know that you said you utilize Pinterest for uh, some inspiration, but like what inspires you to do photography in general, like to go out on your own and build this brand and and build a a portfolio? It's really just the art of it. Like, I just feel like I, of course, like I'm inspired by my like friends and whatever, but like the style that I go for, I like to storytell a lot of time. When I was a kid, I used to always, like, write stories. And it would never be finished, but it was, like, my mind would just, like, go. So, like, my creative mind really would uh, start to show up when it's starting, 
when is that time to um, go and take photos. So like, and I really like just simple things and natural things. So that's why I fell into lifestyle because it's, it's creative in a way, but it's also like just storytelling. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then um, how would you say you want to uh, continue or actually let me take a step back here. This is what I was thinking of. As far as the work that you've done thus far, do you have a favorite project that you uh, have done or group that you've worked with? And what was that like? Okay, so my favorite project was the paparazzi shoot. And that was really cool because um, we actually did that shoot twice because the first time I didn't have a lot of photographers. The production was basically to have like at least, you know, five, six photographers uh, following this model around. She's like the, uh, you know, the celebrity. So um, when I did it the second time, it was more organized. She had the outfit that I needed her to be in um, and more people showed up. And I had, like, you know, a group of fans. I had a group of paparazzi, security guard. Like, it was just, like, the whole nine. And we were um, in downtown Ferndale when we did this shoot. And um, we kind of made it work. It was going to be, like, at another location, but that was going to be, like, last minute. So I didn't want everybody to start scattering around. So I'm like, but we found, like, a really good location down there, and it just it just went off from there. Like it was, that was my favorite project. Nice. So I wanted to ask as far as any people, anybody who's aspiring to be like a content creator or would like to go the photography, videography route, as far as like getting your equipment, what has that journey been like for you? Like as far as the different cameras that you use, like how, and how you got to the equipment that you use today, like, could you walk us through how you kind of work through that journey? Okay, so um, definitely in the beginning, I had to do a lot of research um, of like what type of equipment I needed. Um, of course, at that time I was that that time I was doing like mostly everything. So I started to grab a whole bunch of lenses and lights and stuff like that. And then like looking back at it now, like I don't even use some of the things that I had bought because it was like you know it was just unnecessary now. But at the time. Um, I knew I had to get like, you know, lighting, of course. Um, I had to get, uh, another lens cause my camera came with a standard lens and, um, I had to get a 50 millimeter for like, you know, headshots, close up, uh, photos. Um, I had got a lens that was gifted to me as well. And, um, just going down of like what like what to get I had to do a lot of research before I actually bought it so got you and speaking of content creation you talked about how you flexed on this a little bit and talked about yours popular on YouTube uh, <laughs> or currently still popular on YouTube so tell us about the type of content that you create there and how did you get started in uh, doing vlogs and that type of content so um I do vlogs. I do uh, now. I switched up my content because I've had my I had my channel since I was like 15. So like it's a lot of history on there. Um, I used to do like um, little pranks or challenges and stuff like that. And it kind of just 
it's a timeline of and then like you know just seeing my growth so now I'm putting out content for photographers uh, tips and tricks um, just information that other photographers like beginners especially need information of and then you know just I do a series of day in the life of a photographer as well where I take them like you know show them what I do and how I set up and everything so that's what I do now and what is it like vlogging like do you ever feel I always wonder if people ever feel like we're going around with their camera doing all types of things and obviously some things have to be well I hate to like pull the curtain uh, <laughs> but some things be staged that you kind of like oh you know thinking that you or the illusion of you just kind of doing certain things. But mm -hmm. I just want to know, like, how do you feel about vlogging? Like, is it just second nature to you now? Or do mm -hmm. you still kind of feel awkward at times? I, I do sometimes feel awkward at times. But I'm a talker. I like to, like, just bring people in my space sometimes. And, um, you know, like, vlogging in the store, vlogging out in the street. Like, sometimes that don't really phase me because it's just, like, nowadays a lot of people are doing that so it's like it's not a day where you will see like somebody pulling out a phone and tripod and just making content but before yeah I was really nervous because I ain't want like nobody to think I was weird or anything <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually like the more you do it it just comes easier and easier and you show your personality more so and then as far as like, uh, of course, when you create that content, you got to edit it or chop it up a certain type of way. What's editing like for you or like what's your normal process when you go through that? So uh, I, I edit on uh, CapCut now. Mm. I used to edit on iMovie and um, Premiere Rush and Premiere Pro. But CapCut has become like my best friend now. But, like, that editing process, I kind of just like to get straight to the point. Like, with a lot of pauses and stuff, I just cut that out because it's like I'm in a train of thought. So, like, I don't want them to see, like, just certain parts. But um, the editing process is kind of easy. It's not complicated at all. I just kind of map out how I want it to be. Gotcha. And as far as... Uh Content creation goes for anybody who might want to step in that realm or do more of the vlogging style content or short form, long form. Do you have any advice for them on how they might be able to get started? So I would say uh, always be prepared. Like, and I say that as um, just have content lined up so you don't have to make them day by day and have to post them. Make a, like a week worth of content so you can just post and ghost, I call that, because I'll be on my phone afterwards. So it's just like, you know, a discipline with that. Um, write out the ideas that you want to do um, and execute them. Um, and just have a day where you just have a, a content day, basically. So do your research, find the sounds that you want to use, especially the trending ones. Um, and just make a day where you're just making content and it'll be all filled up and you can just post throughout the day. And do you have any tips about uh, how to roll out your content once you do create it or could give us insight on what your process is? So my insight is, and I'm getting better because um, it's just like that brainstorming part, but um if there is something, like any idea that I think of, I hurry up and write it down before I forget. Um, 
So, like I said, like I create a day where it's content day for me, and um, I just make all the videos that I've listed, especially for YouTube, because I also post on my Instagram for reels, like, you know, short videos, behind the scene videos, uh, tips and tricks videos, like all the advice that I feel like people may need. Um, but yeah, like just that whole content creation day for me is what I do. Nice. And what about gaining the following and being able to like cater to those people that will follow your page or your channel, stuff like that? That's really hard. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I feel like it has to do with just using the right sound because they carry your uh, videos. So it's like and then it has to be like something that's that'll grab the uh, viewers attention as well, because, you know, you got to have a hook in the first couple seconds before they scroll to the next thing. So that's basically like what I'm working on now and trying to maintain that and do you do all the crazy edits like how people have stuff like twisting and turning like at the mm. beginning of the video and then <laughs> they'll have like the crazy captions and all that type of stuff no like i don't know like i guess um i like to keep it simple but also put my personality in it like mm. i don't like to give off a different persona like that's just i'm not afraid to like show people who I am mm -hmm. so it's like you know the crazy edits not so not so much I just kind of like you know whatever mistake I make in the video I make it funny mm -hmm. and that's kind of like you know my personality I, I think I'm funny <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so I just kind of like exaggerate a little little bit so got you got you and what would you say is on the horizon for your creative journey? Like, where do you want, where do you see yourself going next? Um, would you expand beyond photography? Would you want to um, perhaps start like a, a separate or new YouTube channel? Like, where do you kind of see yourself going creatively? Um, I really see myself just doing what I have thought of, like, as a um, project, like everything that I've written down. Um, I feel like like the path that I am on is kind of just leading me to where I do want to be, which is just being my own person and not really like, you know, taking clients where it's just like I want to do my own personal projects a lot more. Um, but like the path I'm on, like I've since Bamboo, um, I've been asked to do like a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. The other day I did headshots for people for co-working day. Um, I just received a call from uh, someone from yesterday that needed some photos and everything. And it was just pretty cool. And I feel like uh, the path that God has me on now is like is like teaching me different things that I need to do for what I actually want to do in the future. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I feel like. Dope, dope. And um, how can people tap in with you if they want to get headshots, if they want to follow your journey, they want to follow your YouTube page? How can people stay in touch? Um, they can message me, um, either DM, because I do would like I do, do um, just a consultation first, like call them up. Um, they can go on my website at kclips.com, look at my photos, and if they like what they see, I also have a contact page on that, and... They will just put in what they want to do, and I'll respond. Um, and just uh, also business cards as well if I'm in person with them. 
they need a business card, I got that. And I also got a QR code on my phone. So it's just easier for them to scan and they have all my information. So you ready. You prepared. Yeah, yeah regardless. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you, you so much. Uh, agreeing to do the interview and uh, spending your time with us today. And Black Friday family, make sure that y'all tap in with K Cliff Photography with Kalina. Uh, go get your headshots. Go follow the YouTube channel. Go like a bunch of stuff on the Instagram page and so forth. So with that being said, thank you again. And I'll catch y'all next time. Thank you. Thank you.